Hello, podcast and Mixcloud listener. It's Simon again from Sorry Not In Service with yet another disclaimer at the beginning of the show. Um, on the last show, there were technical issues and the sound quality was a little bit ropey. Uh, on this one, the technical issues have been resolved, thankfully. However, the new studio does seem to have um, shone a light on William and I having a pretty poor microphone technique. Uh, so, um, yeah, I'm afraid the uh, we... we, we we peak quite a lot, as uh, us professionals would call it. So um, bear with it, uh, and we'll, we'll get better, we promise. OK, enjoy. Gordino! Hello, darling. <laughs> <laughs> and this is uh, Welcome to the podcast of the Sorry Not In Service show. Mm. It was broadcast uh, live uh, on the... I'm sorry I'm late back. Traffic was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> live on the 5th of September. Uh, You're looking peaky. <laughs> You had enough vitamins. <laughs> Sorry, William and I are working at cross purposes here. Um, this is a wonderful podcast. By the gods of Habitat, still not be. <laughs> By the gods. By the gods. Uh, so they... I was painting such a delightful, like, you know, middle class suburbia. We're on the rise, darling. <laughs> the gods. <laughs> Egads. Here's the podcast. <laughs> Headlines tonight. PPI call leaves man in toilet. Your horoscopes expose themselves again. Man loses everything after too much science. Footballers reviews reviewed in review of footballer reviews. Listeners urged to change station in a calm fashion so as not to damage radios as sorry not in service begin to broadcast. certainly did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, was this trousers? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Sorry Not In Service, your erstwhile place to be. Mm-hmm, the very home of Wowser's trousers. I think I've actually used erstwhile in the correct sense for the very first time. Have you? I've still not actually taken the time to look it up, so I can I, pick I th- it up I th- on I th- misuse. I, th- I think as I understand it, erstwhile means... You know, this is the thing at the moment, but it's not going to be for a long time, For you know, afterwards. So when I was calling our younger brother... Uh, what? I will. I will stop you right there. The sentence, as I understand it, before giving a definition of a word, <laughs> me renders the entire rest of the sentence utterly academic. My subjective understanding of this word is that it means X. Does not mean the word has any necessary bearing on X. As I understand it, this is sorry, not in service, and you're in for a wonderful two hours. That definitely is very subjective. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my name's Simon. Uh, I'm, I'm sat to the right of this wonderful studio space here at the base. Yeah. And uh, what the hell is your name? Uh, my, uh, the hell is my name is the, is the William Lee. The William Lee. The William Lee. Hello there, listeners. And where would you where would you be in this? Where would I be? Oh, I'd scenario. be on the I'd be on the left. I'd oh, be really? representing nice. uh, socialism. Excellent. Um, William's been uh, feeling very poorly, haven't you, Will, for the last uh, very poorly. last few days? Very poorly. You might be able to tell by the timbre of my voice or the tiredness and confusion. Uh, uh, evident in my mannerisms. <laughs> evident. Evident in my mannerisms. Uh, and uh, William, would you um, carry on this, this special vibe that we've created <laughs> in the room this evening with some special pop music? Simon, that was utterly terrible. <laughs> well, play a pop music well, then. Well, certainly will. Um, just a little bit of back announcing, because I always forget, uh, and sometimes people might, they might want to know, darling. 
darling, don't pull that face. Not when there's a webcam in here, you won't be pulling that face. You'll be all smiles and brightness behind closed doors. You're horrible. Um, anyway, it was uh, Run Through the Jungle first by Credence Clearwater Revival, those stalwarts of the indie music scene. <laughs> and after that, it was uh, Blue Orchid by White Stripes. Here's something a little bit more upbeat. Here's a little bit of Gold Lion by the Yeah, Yeah, Yes. And uh, I hope you'll all be saying Yeah, Yeah, Yeah to the notion of Gold Lion by the, the Yeah, Yeah, Yes. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. Gold Lion. The Gold Lion by the Yeah, Yeah, Yes. Lovely. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true enough. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yes. Um, who actually we saw uh, live at ATP. Didn't we we did. We saw them in, in the Minehead. They were late coming on stage, and Karen yes. O, the singer, uh, she was in a rambunctious mood and uh, referred to the audience as mother chucklers, mm-hmm. but, uh, in mother slightly, but in a slightly more um, abrupt way. So, yeah. yeah, she really endeared herself. And you lost your ticket during that gig, didn't you? Well, you lost your wristband. Yeah. And um, we, so we left beforehand and spent several hours pleading with the uh, staff there. And eventually, because they're wonderful people, they let William have a, a ticket. I think, it was, I think it was mainly because on the Saturday morning when they were all really hungover and <laughs> just storming into the ticket office and going, It's fallen off! I what say, sir, it's fallen off! I say, I say, sir, I was awaiting the arrival of the AAS and it fell off. <laughs> so often the way. Mm. Uh, listeners, um, th- 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 I wonder whether there's more of you than normal. Why do I say that, William? Uh, well, uh, because is... uh, the population's expanding exponentially. <laughs> no, uh, this is the reason why is I did some advertising this week for this very show. Did you? Yes, I did. I um, get you. I get a uh, a daily email from the Guardian regarding football. It's a whimsical email called the Fiver, and uh, it's it's regard it takes a sideways look at the world of football, and they have a letters section, and um, sometimes they offer prizes in this letter section, William. Uh, oh, yeah. Somebody was um, busy complaining that there aren't any prizes lately. No so prizes. I suggested. Yes. I, I wrote to them and I said, well, "Look, I've got a prize here. Uh, would you like it?" And then put in a link to our website and guess what our um, I didn't make it clear what the link was the clicks on our website went through the roof to what degree uh, there was about 2,000 clicks on our website <laughs> oh that's a problem you see yeah it is isn't it uh, so you can email us studio at 10radio.org if you've been lured here under false pretenses uh, so if there's any Fiverr readers out there the joke's on you really uh, this is it no the prize is on you I've sent the prize out to the guy Oh. The guy was really sort of weird in the email because it was a copy of Football Manager 2014, oh, a computer right. game, and um, he he wrote into the into the the, the 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 blog, I guess you'd call it, and into the letter section, and said, um, "Oh, I'm really delighted Simon Lee chose my letter as the winner. I bite his hand off for this Football Manager game." And then he said, um, "Please feel free to give him my address, but if he stabs me in the neck, then I'm blaming you." What? So he's sort of like a mixed message there. He was threatening to bite my hand off for a computer game, yet was being all cowardly about me stabbing him in the neck. FYI, I've done neither. The man so, sounds a brute, and you drew his like to our website. I did. Joel Hanley, if you're listening, um, you know, hi. Hi. Hi, you'd probably, you'd probably be fine. Although, you know, I would contemplate the possibility that maybe not everybody's out for the purposes of violence. Yeah. Gandhi, there's one. He is. Out for the purposes of violence. Yes, very much so. I think you're getting your historical figures mixed up, Will. Wolf from Gladiator. <laughs> yeah, he was pro-violence. No, 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 he was all about peaceful protests. Was he really? He used to sit cross-legged at the top of the travel aids. 
Was that what, was that, what that was all about? Courgette was fancy, wasn't she? <laughs> she certainly was. Fancy lady. She was a fancy lady. The excellent maybe that, sister, Maybe that's our email in. Which was your favourite gladiator? That is, I've got an excellent anecdote attached to that, which we'll hear more about after How We Operate by Gomez. And the anecdote about how I operate, this literally is working out delightfully. I'll write it down, then it will be literal. Lovely. Yes, uh, How We Operate There by Gomez. Uh, trying to see things our way. And it's good to see things people's way, isn't it, Simon? It is, William. Now, we were talking before Gomez and uh, about, um, what was it? You, about how you, I operate, who our favourite gladiator is. Who our favourite gladiator is. I mean, I thought Jet was smart. Oh, Jet was brilliant. I, I was always a bit of a fan of Rhino. Because <laughs> he, uh, he was good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, he knew his way around town. Uh, you had um, you you, you, oh, it, you you suggested you might have something to say on this subject. Well, well it, it popped into my brain. Who's your favourite gladiator? Is of course an amazing question. It's a great question to ask anybody the first time you meet them. <laughs> um, and it popped into my head that is one of the questions I asked the first time anybody rocks up in uh, my next fueled supermarket where I work. Got a new member of the team in. Oh, it's a member of staff rather than the customer. Yeah, 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 rather than the customer. Otherwise, I'd be there all day but I would have a lot of statistics. Yeah. I've got uh, three basic questions. Okay. And yep. generally, I don't introduce myself before I launch into these. <laughs> so a person will be introduced to us. Yes. Hello, this is Sandra. So I'll be Sandra, shall I? Okay. So uh, who's going to be the third? Who's going to be the manager? I shall, I, shall, I shall use my incredible voice. Okay. Hello, this is Sandra. She'll be joining our team. Hello, I'm Sandra. Do you now, or have you ever wished to be a marine biologist? No. Hmm. Okay. And we break uh, from this uh, riveting scene, and I'll generally just walk off. <laughs> I think it's a really great question. Right. Because every now and then, somebody will go, yes. <laughs> what the hell am I doing here? Well, the main reason I'm I've, off. The main reason I've persisted with this is because the very first person I asked went, God, I really did. I really wanted to be a marine biologist. That's why I'm studying biology at college. I couldn't remember why I started. <laughs> you reignited old passions for them, Will. Yeah, precisely. Okay. I, I was very pleased with that. Uh, second question is, of course, who's your favourite gladiator? Jet. No. She was wicked. No, that's good stuff. Sorry, but... Sandra would be saying something like uh, Hunter. Hunter. I know, you see. He was hunky. This is where you're amazingly wrong. Oh, really? Do you know the answer I've had nearly every single time? There's been one exception to this. The answer every single time was, I haven't seen that film in ages. Oh, really? So people assume people that it's assume the film? People assume it's either the film or they've no idea what Gladiators is, which is very upsetting. The best answer I've ever had was from a woman in her mid-40s who was starting there because her kids had just gone to college and she didn't need to be at home anymore. And she went, I can't remember any of them. Unbelievable. You work yes. with some, you know, children. swear words. Well, basically children. Third third question, please, William. I'm Sandra. <laughs> How do you know my name? I keep it's on your badge. <laughs> Not at this stage. I keep it covered up with a, uh, a brogue. Right. Good. <laughs> um, just, uh, just held to my chest. Third question, mystery man. Uh, I can't remember. What is my third question? Oh, do you have any pets? <laughs> <laughs> so your getting to know you spiel is... Do you now, or have you ever wished to be a marine biologist? Yes. Oh, if I have time, if I know there's a new starter coming in, yeah. I'll usually get a clipboard. 
Right, good. Uh, who's your favourite gladiator? Yep. <laughs> Do you have any pets? Right, okay. Now, listeners may have observed that these questions get increasingly anodyne, and it's more or less because if the first one doesn't spark an amazing revelation, then I start to give up on people. <laughs> So, William, you, you suggested that maybe we might have an email subject. Dare I ask what that subject might be? Icebreakers. How do you break the ice? Social engagements. Uh, meeting people at work. So, there we go, listeners. So, get in contact. Studio at tenradio.org. Yep, you can text um, 07786 202240. Uh, start your text with the word studio. Yep. And, um, yeah, let us know what's, uh, what sort of icebreakers do you deploy uh, yeah. on your victims. Victims? Well... Well, Future victims. It's going to happen. <laughs> Silver Jews with animal shapes. Nice. Country. Animal shapes, indeed. There, by the oh, oh. No, hello, right uh, the there. crazy guys, the silver Jews, I there see. with their animal shapes. So, um, William, any other icebreakers in your cannon? Well, have you got any? I've got, I've delivered three knockout icebreakers. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I shouldn't have mentioned it really because I'm I really haven't got very much. I mean, I just tend to go up to people. I don't really tend to go up to people. I mean, they. What did you say the first thing you saw your wife? I, d I was at work, I was in a, working in a call centre, uh, she picked me up, turned me around, turned me into someone new. And um, I know, I, I, I'd done something wrong in my day-to-day -day work, yeah. and I was new, and I thought the best thing to do would be to, uh, when my manager found out, because obviously I kept quiet about it, yes. I then went to the manager and um, started lying to her, and it was just the most outrageous lies about why I'd done this thing. I'm and, actually a lion! Um, things like that. Um, but she was buying it because she was thick. Ah. And uh, Carla was sat next to her and she just sort of looked up over her glasses and gave me a stare that I've seen since. And at the time, just sort of scared the life out of me. And I thought, I'm not going to approach this woman ever again. So your icebreaker is to lie to authority figures. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's quite good, actually. I think I'll employ that in the future. No, I mean, I think mine's just, you know, hey, how are you doing? Uh, nothing more exciting than that, really. That's a terrible anecdote. <laughs> so, listeners, studio, if you think you could beat that, studio at 10radio.org. Hey, uh, how are you doing? What, uh, what, what icebreakers do you use? Maybe I could pick up some tips. What do you, what do you learn from somebody by saying, hey, hey, I darling? Well, they normally walk off and then I'm fine. And then you're fine? Yeah. But you don't know anything about them. I don't really want to. What about the statistics? I don't care for statistics. Uh, that said, we've had an exciting week, William, at home, Carla and I. Yes. We took uh, a year to get a bathroom done in our house. And in the last seven... Uh, not not make bathroom. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you need to clarify that. <laughs> to uh, rebuild and sort of retile and refit a bathroom in our house. And since then, in the last week, we have finished three rooms, which, uh, a bit of brief calculation, uh, suggests that if we carried on at this rate, we would be able to complete 156.4 rooms in a year, which I think you will agree is pretty impressive. Not even Nick Knowles and the DIY SOS team can match that. The other thing that came out was uh, my CD collection, and so I've discovered lots of wonderful songs that I've forgotten all about, one of them being... Hmm. Check this out. Well, this is proper live radio. <laughs> one of them being uh, Science Friction by the XTC Band. And uh, it's one that I'm going to be playing uh, right now. No, it's not. It's Statue of Liberty by the XTC Band. So I'm um, going yeah, forth. Quiet. 
quite right too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got some emails in on uh, what was it? Breaking the ice. Yes. We've got one in here from our mother. Oh, hello, uh, mummy. Oh no, shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Why is that? Uh, because it's actually from an alter ego of mother. Quite a worrying one. Uh, I like the old-fashioned and very British. Get your coat, you've pulled. Uh, from Nigel. Brackets vote for me. So spoilt the joke there slightly by Just... revealing it's sent from mother's email address. What on earth is Nigel and Mother up to? Oh, also, you've got your um, your tenses arrive there, Nigel. I hope you've got your tenses arrive. Cause that's not tenses. Uh, persons, get your coat. You're pulled. Oh yeah, not you've point. pulled. Yeah, good point. Get your coat. You're pulled. That's a bit. Well, that's a bit forward, isn't it? It's a bit forceful, certainly. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, I shan't be voting for him. Um, and <laughs> also, um, the 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 email server here thinks that Mum's email is junk mail. So I'm just going to click not junk. Live clicking on Ten Radio. Shh. Yeah, all good. And uh, this one is in from an anonymous emailer, and um, the message reads: "This is so. This is an icebreaker from this reader, listener. Why, who, where, and when covers most of the things you need to know about someone. How is if they stay long enough? Uh, (laughs) Quite like that. It's good. Quite like that. So we might be using that in future." Who, why, where, and when? Um, so, listen. Why, where, and when? We are going to be. Do you, uh, you wait for an answer in between each question? Do you think you deliver the whole thing? Well, let's try it, shall we? Who? How? What? No, I'm what? asking you. Oh, I'm, I see. Break, <laughs> I'm breaking your ice. Um, <laughs> why? Uh, I don't know. Who? Me? Where? Here. When? Now. I'm not getting to how. Um, we're going to um, revisit a, a, a feature that we've done once before, and this will be its second outing. Which one done the best? Who done the best deed? Why did they do it? Are they altruistic? Who will be king? And who will be the dirty rascal? It's between Simon and Will. Because if it were between everyone, the winner would always be Terry Wogan. Terry Wogan. That's right, listeners. Uh, we're yeah. going to challenge each other to have done a good deed in the last fortnight. Yeah. And William's just remembered one, and he's cock-a-hoop. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's, but that's not the deed. Um, so, um, And I've got one also that happened today. So, William, would you care to go first? Okay, uh, we'll do. Um, in the... <laughs> I'm, I'm just enjoying funny, a little turn of phrase that happened there. Thank you. Um, right, obviously, in the, uh, since we were last on air, the summer holidays have drawn to a close. A dramatic close. A dramatic... Are you referring to... No, like, nothing that's been in the news. No, not at all. No, no, no oh. just something to say. Because I don't think that's related to the summer holidays. <laughs> well, I'm no good at icebreakers. Carry on. <laughs> um... Right. Anyway, oh, you've really thrown me this. Thanks. Um, yeah, we've come to the end of the summer holidays, and of course, you know, lots of uh, people's tempers get frayed during the summer holidays. A lot of families cooped up together, looking for things to do to try and while away the time, and uh, obviously, going shopping all the time is one of the things they like to do. You work and in a shop, don't you? I very much work at an active fuel supermarket, and uh, one day when I was on clothing uh, there, I could hear in the distance. A typical late summer holidays family consisting of kids going, Why? Why do we have to be here? Why can't we be at home or playing or happy? And, um, you know. Did, did it ring a bell? 
Just a little bit, yeah. I felt a degree of sympathy going on there. Why? Why do I have to be here? Why can't I just be paid to stay at home and be happy? William, this is your performance improvement review. This is no time. <laughs> Why? Why? Anyway, carry on. Carry on. Anyway, um, and uh, there were what in Taunton is referred to as um, a kind of a Roman road couple. <laughs> I think we know what I mean. <laughs> Trying to shepherd these children about <laughs> Hey, some people, some people, they've really raised the standard by which Roman Road is judged. Quick. Just in case anyone's... Anyway, Quick. Never mind. I'll move on. But either way, they weren't exactly being arguably the most attentive parents in the world. And... Well, no, honestly. Uh, just, just, just push on through, Will, because, you know, we've only got an hour and 20. So I'll see on. if I can engender some more emails. <laughs> come on. Um, and the kids were basically behaving in a not too bad way they weren't really crying they were just complaining and the mum was getting incredibly shut up shut up and getting really unpleasant with them and then pointed at me and I get this a fair amount because I've got a beard and an axe and so people point at <laughs> parents tend to point at me and go if you don't behave yourself then that man will tell you off <laughs> Which I've had in the past, and that occasionally what will happen is the child will take one look at me and burst into tears. And that feels great. But on this occasion, thankfully, the mother was facing away from me. The child looked at me, and I very clearly shook my head and mouthed, No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> and the child sensibly looked at her mum and went, Oh, no, no, it won't. <laughs> it will, it will tell you off. No, I won't, I won't. It's fine. You carry on. <laughs> you carry on. It's all right, man. It's all right. That's a brilliant deed, Will. That is absolutely yeah. brilliant because that's going to live long in the child's memory. Yeah, I thought. No, that's brilliant. Well done. You know I thought mine was quite strong, but that's that's very good. Okay. All right. My, mine happened today. Um, it's really not very much compared to that. Um, a guy I work with called Leon, who's a wonderful guy. He's an enormous, great bear of a man, but um, but he's he's very 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 lovely. Um, he. Uh, He's the foreman on the farm, and um, he accidentally got a bit of a shard of metal in his eye. Accidentally? Yeah. Well, he didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> I don't know. It's not an initiation. Gets At least case. I hope it's not. And, um, yeah, Leon unfortunately ended up with a shard of metal in his eye, and he had to go to hospital this morning in the early hours. And uh, so he, he, he was resting up at home. Next thing I know, I get one of the other guys running up to the office and saying, Simon, Simon, Leon's really, really bad. It's flared up. I've got to go and milk some cows. I've got to go. And so I, I, I took Leon... I, I downed tools Ooh. and drove Leon uh, within the speed limit to the Yeovil Hospital and uh, waited with him for a couple of hours. He went to see the doctor. Uh, we kind of went back again. So that was kind of a good deed, but yours was a lot more special, I think. Uh, well, yours is lovely, and I'll tell you why. Yours is lovely for the same reason that mine's lovely. Right. Right. Is that previously this great bear of a man, he might have looked at weedy, scrawny, pathetic office types like you, with your pallid skin and your dainty fingers. And um, yeah, they, they are quite dainty, yep. Simon. Yeah, and gone, they've got nothing to add to offer society. I, I tread upon them. <laughs> That's how he speaks. <laughs> and now he might go, ah, they can, they can support me. Like a lion being fed a sliver of celery by a friendly rabbit. Yeah, I mean, Leon will do it in sort of broken English and a Polish accent, but you're pretty much there. Like a Polish lion being fed a celery by a friendly uh, 
office worker. Yeah. So William wins. Congratulations, Will. Okay. I, I think yours yours is better. Uh, so there you go. Uh, right. I'm going to play a song, a wonderful song Ooh. by a wonderful man Ooh. called Francis Bebe. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That was the wonderful Francis Bebe there with uh, cold coffee cola, and um, he's brilliant. So, um, so there we go. Now, um, William, I'd like to talk to you, and I guess because you're here, listeners as well, about a, uh, a website that I come across. Um, <laughs> referring back to the beginning, uh, we were talking yes. about the Fiverr, the, the Guardian's daily football email that oh, goes yeah, out yeah. to people, and um, th- th- there was a link to uh, a, a website of a football agent. Now, football agents uh, sort of manif- uh, sort of do all the deals, you know, the transfers, and incredibly powerful people. And the king of the agents is a man called Jorge Mendes from Portugal. He looks after players such as Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, you all have seen his torso, and um, so he's like a, a, a big, big cheese. So I, 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 I looked at the website, and the website is so poorly laid out; it's it's unreal, and all the information's out of date. Um, and um, but the thing that really sort of drew me to it was the descriptions of the players some of these players that he represents have got mm-hmm. uh, descriptions of, of what they're like I guess for, for managers to, to have a look so I'm, I'm going to read a few of these out because some of them are remarkable Yeah, Diego Costa who is uh, a Chelsea forward it begi- right. his profile begins the ball is an allied thus he fondles it treats it well and never otherwise it has been this way throughout his short but foreseeable promising career it ends with he is fearless what he really likes is having the ball at his feet to assist his teammates or to finish magical plays he designs himself. Besides all these qualities, he is extremely fast and an unusual capacity to take off. What? <laughs> Custodio, another, a Portuguese player, his profile begins, Ants are small but tireless in their work. They are not noticed much, are not exuberant, but are terribly practical and effective. Custodio is not an ant, but the work he gets through on the pitch can be likened to these small social insects. All oh, right, I see. He's, an- He's not an ant, nor does he espouse any of their virtues. Custodio is not an ant. In a similar sort of vein, there's a Brazilian player called Alan. Okay, now Alan. That's, that's funny enough as it is, but yeah, it's called Alan. Now, um, there's quite a lot in this, but um, I'll just read it. So his profile begins. Catch me if you can. Intriguing. Catch nice. me if you can. We're not talking about the C- Steven Spielberg film where Leonardo DiCaprio portrays the life of Frank Abagnale Jr. and his multiple fraudulent guises to sustain a heady lifestyle. Even if to do so, he has had to fool half the world whilst constantly on the run without being caught. But the title of this film could well be used by a player that, with the ball at his feet, makes a mockery of whoever he comes up against. This has kind of got like a minimum word limit. <laughs> There's loads of words. Oh, yeah, I think he does, actually, because those paragraphs are all exactly the same length, aren't they, Simon? Uh, it's incredible. Uh, That's remarkable. Radamel Falcao, who's recently signed for Manchester United, feline and a predator like a tiger, brackets his nickname, and as agile right. and fast as the rarest bird of prey, brackets, the peregrine falcon is probably the fastest on the planet when it dives in to hunt. But it's not the rarest, by some distance. <laughs> but just why put that in there? I, minimum word limit. <laughs> Bruno Gamma... Yeah. Ends with uh, this 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 pumdinger. Coming from a family of footballers, Bruno Gamma stood out due to his humility, but at the same time his strong personality and his living proof of the saying, "Like father, like son," or in this specific case, "Like brother, like son." 
Right. There's, there's no... a lot of stuff in there. Like brother, like son is absolutely amazing. But how on earth do you stand out because of your humility? Anyway, there you go, listeners. Uh, that's um, that's football chat over and done with. Thank God. <laughs> George Mendes, the most powerful agent in the world. That's, that's absolutely amazing content, Simon, but it's related to football, so I had difficulty engaging with it. And she did tell you, so therefore she does care. Uh, that was that was Kirsty McCall, if I'm not mis- that mistaken. Was, that was Kirsty McCall with Free World, and there's there's no way around the fact that the other day uh, Genius on the old iPods just popped up a little bit of Kirsty McCall, and I went, "Well, this is quite good. What's this? Oh, it's Kirsty Mc. Well, maybe I ought to investigate. You know, the other two Kirsty McCall albums I've got that never listened to. Oh, she's so good. <laughs> she is good. She's really good. Well, I've got some extraordinary news that's just arrived in my inbox. Um, it's from Barry Bombshell Summers. Uh, well, woo indeed. Um, uh, you, you, listeners, you'll be aware that there's the, I think it's the Wibbliscombe Affair or, or Parade or, or oh God knows, I have no idea what's going on this weekend. Uh, it's a Wibbliscombe Fair sort of event uh, on Sunday. It's the Wibby event. Yeah, the Wibby event. The Wibby event. And, uh, the Wibby event. And, um, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm I'm going to be um, in uh, inside Alice uh, doing uh, some broadcasting yeah. on uh, at, from about I think from four o'clock uh, I can't remember exactly. And Barry said in his email when he emailed me and said, "Do you want to do it?" He said, uh, "Oh, you might need to do some interviews." Barry's just emailed me to tell me that on Sunday at four o'clock I'm going to be interviewing the mayor of Taunton Dean. Oh my God! <laughs> yes, he's a bit weird. Have you met him? <laughs> Uh, I hope you're listening, Your Grace. Um, <laughs> you might want to find out. I can't remember exactly how you are supposed to refer to them. No, he's, uh, he's an interesting character. His wife shops quite regularly in Tanglebury's, and before I've had to search around for suits to put on. Oh, my God. He's, uh, yeah, he's, he's, an odd, he's an odd fellow. Brilliant. He was, he was talking about who the next mayor's going to be, and they were going, aren't you going to vote on it? And they went, no, we just take it turns. <laughs> Democracy and work. Um, so there we go. So that's a bit of excitement for you, listeners. So look, if you're about at the uh, the Wiv at the Wiv event, the went the went uh, on Sunday at about Wentlock. four o'clock, <laughs> much Wentlock, you might um, you might see me floundering in front of a mayor. So that's all good. <laughs> Just flopping around on the ground. Um, so thank you, Barry, for 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 that. That's absolutely amazing. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Um, oh, so there we go. We'll, we'll have plenty of anecdotal content for the his, next show. His wife's got the most amazing dress sense. <laughs> I just realised I refer to him as being a bit weird. He's not actually not that weird. He was a very sensible person. <laughs> just I found it. Yeah, an odd experience. Um, I mean, a man who's a mayor. A mayor. A man mayor. A man mayor. Man. Man. Right. Um, uh, we have had uh, emails in on the subject of. Icebreakers. Yes, what do you say to people the first time you meet them? I'll go quietly. That was a police joke. (laughs) (laughs) In celebration of that joke, I'm going to throw a pen across the room. Top audio. Thank you. (laughs) I'm going to get it now. We've had one in here. It says, I think Simon has won, as Will has probably damaged that child, and it will never again believe its mother, and therefore will be a menace to society. Oh, just just in case you're only just tuning in, this is on the subject of who'd done the best deed. I should mention that, because otherwise it sounds suspicious. 
Yes, it does. <laughs> it does. So, uh, yeah, just listen to the podcast and you'll know what that's all about. You'll probably sort that part out. Okay, on the subject of icebreakers, um, we had one from a regular contributor, Cedric the Librarian. And he said, Did you know that in 1945, Finland handed over three steam-powered icebreakers to the Soviet Union? They were Boimer, Jakaru, and Sursarai. Thank you, Cedric. <laughs> See you around, Mackay. That was how the, the Corral, I understand. That was the Corral uh, from the album Magic and, Magic and Medicine. Magic and uh, now, them. listeners, I think it's time to reveal your horoscopes for the next fortnight. Mm. Good luck. Zodiac signs are an important part of who we are, but astrology is so much more than personality traits. The constant motion of the planets affects our lives in the boardroom, the bedroom, and everywhere in between. From St. Augustine to Russell Grant, many have tried to harness the awesome power of the Zodiac. But one man stands tall above all others and will guide you through the mystical world of this most astronomical of phenomena. Welcome to Horoscopia. The all-pervasive stench which accompanies you everywhere is no cause for embarrassment, but your violent refusal to counteract its cause might be considered impolite. Taurus! Cast off your shackles, unblinker your eyes, raise your game, give 110%. You are now overdrawn by 10%. Your shackles paid well. A week for regret. Gemini. Xerox is a copyrighted brand name. And due to a postmodern tattoo, they now own your ass. Cancer. Is this a dagger I see before me? Yes. It's reasonably priced. But don't go grabbing the first dagger you see. So many more will be winging their way to you over the coming hours. Leo. A toss of the coin means this week you decide to try suffering fools gladly. Rapidly they develop cause to rue their foolishness. Virgo. Under most circumstances, the lottery windfall you collect this week would be a cause for happiness, if it wasn't both Spanish and fictitious. A celebratory sombrero is this year's last impulse buy. Libra. What's that, Libra? Some kids trapped down the mine shaft out back of the corn exchange. Well... We'd best think about what they were mining for. Scorpio! Grasping life by the shirt collar is all very well. But there are so many shirt collars. How to choose? Try numbering them all first. Sagittarius! Modesty is a virtue. Display all elements of your life under the banner of modesty. Demand bunting, 
street fairs, brass bands. Your modesty will be the cock of the walk. Capricorn. Nine times more, and then never again. You really need to start thinking about moving on in life. Anyway, they'll find out soon. Then where will you be? Aquarius. A long forgotten promise brought suddenly to mind jolts you into action. So many hours of practice to fit in, and you don't even have a long bow. Pisces. Terror besets your every action. Not your terror. You wear the gap-toothed smile of a moonstruck yokel as you mow five lawns at once. Like gunfire. It was a bit like gunfire, but created safely within a studio by playing the CD of Gunfire. Yes, that by was the Chemical Brothers with Let Forever Be. Do you remember? Do you remember the video? Yeah, there was a chick dancing. There was indeed. She was no Jet from Gladiators, though. Mm. Is all I'll say about that. that now, lis- listeners, um, you, you, if you've been keeping an eye on the Facebook, uh, which is uh, on the internet, which is a new thing, uh, oh. you'll have noticed that we we asked for um, your problems. Uh, sort of like an agony aunt, agony uncle style thing, and um, and we've, funnily enough, we've discovered that practically none of you have got any problems at all, apart from one man. There's one. There's one problems. Problems. Troubled problem, man. Problems. There's man. one problemed man, and his name is Will's good friend Dom. Uh, Dom, very bless him. He, he very, honest, bless him. very bless him. He was honest enough to write in, and um, Dom's problem is thus. Uh, I find supermarket extra mature cheddar disappointing. My problem is a lack of mature cheddar. I eagerly await your response and will be tuned in. So, Dom, uh, assuming that you've uh, gone through with that, uh, we do have a bit of advice uh, for him. Um, Our advice is thus. Dominic. Well, that is your real name. Pay attention. Grow your own cow. Persuade Great. it to make some milk. Persuade it. Add seasoning to make it strong, e.g. gunpowder, sweat, or old man tears. Tears. Then make some delicious, powerful, and niche cheese. Niche. Eat it and enjoy and or sell it to aficionados. So it's a way of creating nice, strong cheese that you will enjoy, and also making a pretty penny. Or tuppence. Mmm, tuppence. Mmm, tuppence. <laughs> uh, so, Dom, that is our advice to you. And listeners, we reiterate, if you have any problems that you need your agony uncles, your creepy agony uncles, Simon and Will, to yep. resolve for you, we're here for you. Yep, creepy old agonies. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so there we go. There's Dom's problem. Or, or just go to the deli that's usually sitting on offer. <laughs> <laughs> that's a slightly more practical response. This is becoming more like Alfie. Lovely. Well, you're all in. Right, we can begin. My name is Alfie. 
Well, I dare say that was the Super Fairy Animals, mm. wasn't it? With their pop song, The Golden Retriever. The Golden Retriever. Uh, so there we go. Now, listeners, um, I took an exciting phone call. Delivery of a phone call. Delivery of a phone call? Yes. Um, this week. Well, sir, this a last phone call. You must sign for it. <laughs> whilst I was busy um, painting our house. And uh, it, was, it was regarding a, a PPI claim. Uh, which I understand is um, an opportunity to uh, sort of, you know, get money quickly. Just get money. Yeah, exactly. That's what. That's the main. That's the free US, money. That's the yes. USP, pretty much. Um, now, William, you've had like nuisance calls, like proper nuisance calls, where people are genuinely trying to screw you over, and and your no. tactic is to sort of keep them on the phone and. And yeah, save other people from the possibility they might be gullible. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. so William keeps them on the phone for a long time, winding them up and making them more and more. Oh, just just being more ludic- more and more ludicrous with them, uh, in order to stop them from phoning other people. Yeah, who might give in to the temptation of being an idiot. Exactly. So I thought, well, I'm I'm on holiday. I'm on my own in the house. Um, I might just try and do this myself. Uh, it, it was only after about half an hour that I I decided that what I should be doing is putting it on loudspeaker and placing it next to my computer and recording the thing. Oh, Simon, so, half an hour. <laughs> It was near enough, half an hour. It was a long, long time. Because, for the, well, the first clip I've got for you, this is a guy called Tom. He was calling up from a company. It's, it was ridiculous. It was like uh, Media Solutions was the company name or something <laughs> equally pointless. And um, <clears throat> Tom was uh, after details of a loan that, that I'd taken out, apparently. He had the details of it. And um, uh, uh, I've kept him on the phone for a long time. And I finally said to him, OK, Tom, I'm going to go and, and have a look for some paperwork. Will you stay on the line? And he said yes. So I kept him on the line for about 10 minutes uh, searching for paperwork. Um, and uh, But in reality, I'm drinking a cup of tea and finishing painting the ceiling. <laughs> so, so there you go. Oh, so, um, well so anyway, I, this first clip is me having just returned from um, getting my paperwork together. So, um, so here we go. This is me and Tom. And sorry, the sound quality is not great, but, but there you go. Right, Tom, I've got my paperwork here. Excellent. Uh, now, obviously, we are looking, uh, but just before October 2011... Uh, and obviously, are they all dated? Uh, well, some of some of them have got dates on them. Some of them have got sort of other numbers and, and bits of information about the on yeah, them. Yeah. So, yeah, which, which ones yeah. are you looking for? Uh, we are looking for one. Uh, the, the gap that I can say, obviously, we're looking from 2000 and about eight to 2011. Between that time, is there any laws between that time? Oh, let me have a look. I've got one. Oh, I've got one, two, three. Four, five, six. So I've got eight bills here. Uh, all between that time. Um, what were the dates again? Uh, two thousand and eight, two thousand and eleven. So this has been the conversation for a long time. Tom's oh, Tom's have, Tom hasn't got anywhere with me because the first thing that he wanted to know was, you know, is that Mr. Lee? And I stupidly said yes. Uh, and then uh, and then he wanted to know. He said, look, look, we've got this information about you. We understand you took out a loan in between these dates. Could you confirm that? And the the, the twenty five minutes before that clip was taken was pretty much me just just floundering whilst he tries to get me to confirm that I did take out a loan with a particular bank and that's the second clip um, Tom's got the loan details in front of him but he needs me to confirm it for security reasons of course of yeah. course absolutely of course. now unfortunately because uh, as I told Tom I'm an 85 year old man uh, I'm slightly <laughs> confused and I'm unsure which bank it might be with you're 85 
Yeah, well, I kept changing it. I was 85, and I kept saying things like, um, well, in the 72 years I've been on the earth, <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, anyway, Tom needs me to confirm which bank I've got the loan with. I'm not sure. Uh, Tom's refused to tell me which bank he has the details for, and he's also refused to give me hints. Um, my, one of my suggestions was, Tom, does it rhyme with Floyd's flank or Flallyfax or Fat Fest? Tom doesn't Tom doesn't play ball with that. Oh, um, Tom. And earlier in the call, I did have him uh, admit that his company has paid for my details, um, which was fun. Oh. So uh, I allude to that in the next clip. Here's, here's the next bit of the call. Okay, uh, now uh, I'll narrow down the banks again for you. Uh, maybe Halifax, um, Nat West or Lloyd. Do you know any of them? No, I don't know those, no. No, they're not in that pile there, sir. No, no, interesting, isn't it? But you've, you've, got, the, you've got the bank details there, haven't you? Yes, uh, now yeah. can I ask, have you ever had a loan from Halifax, Lloyd, you know, or NatWest? Uh, have you ever had a loan from them? Have I? Uh, I, I would need some that, sir, because obviously some of the payments could be made during that time. Right, and you're saying I have taken out a loan with, with one of those three banks? So we, we, we do believe we've taken out a loan with a bank, yes. You believe it or you, or you know it? it. We, we believe so. So you don't, you don't know for sure that I have? I mean, you guys must be a bit miffed that you've you've paid all this money for my details and you don't even know for sure which bank it is that I've taken out this insurance. Yes. That must be quite frustrating for you. Uh, sorry, sir? I was saying it must be very frustrating for you that you've you've paid all this money for these details of mine and um and you you don't even know which bank it is that the loans come from. Yes, that's why that's why we call you just to confirm. Obviously, you know, not all the time is these data correct. Obviously, that's you're bound to get some incorrect data. Obviously. You have to pay for that no matter what, but you can't expect it all to be correct. Uh, but yeah, um... So you can't expect right. all the data that these companies pay for to be correct. That's uh, quite a, um interesting manoeuvre on Tom's part. <laughs> I think Tom's getting a bit tired, bless him. I think Tom is getting a little bit tired and starting to wonder exactly what he's doing <laughs> with his life. Clip three. Uh, Tom and I have reached the half an hour mark in our friendship. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think it's probably about time that uh, I give in and, and give him the information he wants. Okay. Is it no, uh, does it now have any uh, form of finance from uh, Lloyd's, you know, Halifax or that West? Mm, no, I can't see. I've got, I've got British Gas here. Is that the same? British Gas? Oh, yeah. So what, what year was that taken out? Well, it's, it's, just, my, it's just my electricity supply. Okay. Is that, um, do you ever have to borrow money from them or is it just a, a bill that you paid? That's just a bill I've paid. Oh, lo oh, loans? Oh, yeah, loan. oh, God. No, I'm sorry. I've been looking through my utility bills. I thought that's what it was about. Oh, right. No, no, looking for loans. Like, I had to borrow money from a bank, that's all. Well, I borrow money from a bank. Yes. Ah, right. Okay, that's that's different then, isn't it? Yeah, oh. <laughs> Tom is getting particularly weary at this point. <laughs> Oh, bless you, Tom. Um, Tom oh, well done, Tom, for keeping on going. Though. Yeah, no, yeah. in fairness, no, he, was, he was very good. Um, Tom's distressed. Uh, he may have yeah. wasted 32 minutes of his life by talking to me, and he wants to make a very quick getaway at this point. So he's... he's he, he, now that I know that it's regarding a loan, my interest levels, I mean, they're peaked. They're through the roof. That's true enough. Of course, he's getting free money. Free now, money. Now that I've finally worked out that it's about a loan, so I, I desperately try and keep him on the phone while he wants to get off the phone, but I, I don't succeed, unfortunately. However, before we do part company... Yeah... I get a little overexcited <laughs> and have him confirm that we are not sort of ending the call. What's going to happen is that we, Tom and I, are having a synchronised defecation break. 
You'll see what I mean in the next clip. Now, <laughs> listeners, there is a swear word in this because, like I said, I get a little bit excited and drop a swear word and have Tom uh, confirm that he's going to the toilet because that's funny. <laughs> uh, Tom, it, just give me, give me, a, just give me a second. I'm just gonna, okay. just gonna have a quick. Thing. You know, I'm No, 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 I need to go to the toilet in a second, so I need to get this sorted. OK, well, so if you'd like to go now, so I can go as well, so I can call you back in 10 minutes and it's sorted out. Is that OK with you? It'll be very quick. Do you need the toilet yes, as well? Uh, yes, I do. I'm sorry, I need to go somewhere quickly for in regards to my work, obviously, but I can't. I'll be back at my desk in about 10 more minutes, so is that OK? OK. So if I go to see you, I'll see you in 10 minutes, yeah? Yeah, you have a good shit now. Earlier on, right, yeah. you seem to express like an impossibility, you know, low expectations as far as your abilities with ice breaking goes. <laughs> Half an hour and you're on those kind of terms with somebody you've never even seen. Oh, bless Tom. I had a lot of fun with Tom on the phone, but I don't think... Oh. He didn't phone me back, funnily enough. He didn't phone you back? No, he didn't. No, he, oh. he moved on to the next one. But no, we had quite... Quite the relationship. Oh. Uh, so there we go. That was my um, PPI phone call with Top Tom. Times. And if I get any more at home, then I will remember to record them. Um, this is uh, another one from uh, my CD collection, which was discovered this week. Oh, yes. Uh, this is um, Neil Young and Crazy Horse with Sedan Delivery from Rust Never Sleeps. And it's jolly good. Oh my goodness. Well, that was uh, the Neil Young group there with uh, the pop song Sedan Delivery. And um, William, William and listeners. <laughs> William and listeners, it's time for some hot science action. Oh, yeah. War. Mm. And uh, we, our, our scientist, our in house scientist, uh, Professor Frisian Hillbilly, has been, uh, has been hot at it again, hot at his science. And um, he, what's he been investigating this time, Will? Uh, he's been investigating uh, whether or not opening an umbrella indoors is unlucky. And uh, let's see what his conclusions are. Sorry Not in Service, in association with the occurrence of apathy, is proud to present the Professor Frisian Hillbilly Science Explanation Dirigible. This week, examining the consequence of deflecting impossible precipitation. Hypothesis. Having studied the raw data available on the worldwide WWW, I believe I have detected a direct correlation between the erection of a wired fabric water obstructing device and the incidence of subjectively negative events in one's vicinity. Method. I, Professor Frisian Hillabilly, shall stand in a building that is sufficiently completed to withstand meteorologically probable water-based vertiginous assault, and then open an umbrella. Having completed the first part of my experiment, I shall travel to Las Vegas, wherein I shall measure my ability to evacuate my banking account of all financial burden in a statistically aberrant manner. Data collection.
Conclusion This has possibly been my most successful experiment to date. A series of well-dressed people assisted me in my endeavours, and it now seems beyond doubt that, indeed, the opening of an umbrella within doors has had direct effect on the now total absence from my life of further doors possessed in my name with which to repeat the experiment to confirm the data. However, my fine colleagues, Professors Youthtide Grelkman and Philander Astrum Weeks, have vowed to continue the investigation. Truly, where would I be without science? Or for science? For science! Oh. <laughs> there you oh, I didn't see you come in there. Hello, uh, listeners. Um, that was um, Zoot Woman with um, Grey Day. Grey Day from the album Zoot Woman. Um, and, um, and, and there we go. Nice. <laughs> Thanks very much. We've just had an email in. Um, your father's icebreaker worked for me, kiss, kiss, uh, from an unnamed listener. So Dad's got some explaining to do. Um, Excellent. <laughs> so there we go. This well, is sleep on a mystery. <laughs> this, is, uh, this has been Sorry Not In Service on 10 Radio. Uh, the uh, podcast up over the weekend. Go to sorrynotinservice.com for all the latest news, views, and schnoos. Schnoos. Uh, coming up next are the varmints. We've seen um, two of them, I think. Uh, yeah, I think it's yeah there's two of them out there so that's going to be exciting and uh, we're going to leave you with Stay Loose by Bell and Sebastian now we tried to play this last time and it cut out halfway through so it's going to be an interesting experiment to see if the same things happen uh, so goodbye goodbye and there you go listeners that was very much it that was very much the podcast did you enjoy it tell I... us immediately oh uh, yeah I certainly did a gap for them to tell us Oh, thank you very much. Screw you. I am. Um, I, I I want to do my um. Sign, what's the best thing I've seen? Because we didn't we didn't do the the best thing we've seen because only one of us had one and it would have been a landslide. Uh, I was in the dentist's um yesterday yeah. and we were in the reception and it was just me and the receptionist and she was very prim and proper and they had uh, like panpipe music being sort of played in the in the reception area, all very serene and calm. Silence for about three or four minutes and then all I heard was. <laughs> the receptionist let out a little burp I looked up no reaction from her at all that's quite good that yeah I was really excited maybe it was a ghost <laughs> it might have been a... if I was a ghost with the ability to vocalise I think I'd be tempted to do that every now and then <laughs> in really serene circumstance yeah. so there you go listeners um, so um, we'll be back in a fortnight for the show and there'll be a repeat uh, well you know this you've been listening to the podcast um, and if you're in with Aliskum, um on Sunday on Sunday uh, then um, come along to the um, event where I will be interviewing <laughs> Mr. Mayor Man. Mr. Mayor Dino! Dino! Uh, yeah, the Mayor of Taunton Dean and possibly his mental wife. Don't stop saying it. I shouldn't have said that in the first place. <laughs> well, like, I didn't say that on air. No, I've just extrapolated that from what you did say. Um, so there we go. Listeners, have fun. We'll speak to you in a fortnight. <laughs> Good day, no. Good day, no. <laughs>